the Mega Voice Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Two. This is a production of McGuire Entertainment Group. Listen as we interview each artist and give you a new sound in the air. We're live. We're live. What's up, everybody? This is the Mega Voice Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Two, and I am so excited to uh, talk to, interview, spend time with an anointed singer, oh, anointed man. man of God, Kilante <laughs> Gavin. What's up, bro? What's going on, Dr. Phil? The yes, black Dr. Phil. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we saying. That's what we I say. I love it, man. I love it. Glad to be here, man. Man, good, good. Here. Good, man. So, so happy. Uh, actually, background story. I met you at Stellar Awards uh, a few Ooh. years back in Las Vegas. Oh, man. That's yeah, really dope. man. What? You were yes, standing there. I was like, yo, that's, that's going to happen. Yo, yo, what's up, bro? And, you know, you, you were just one of the humblest me, dudes. It's me, man. It's me. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's an honor, man. Thank you for having me, man. Hey, absolutely. I remember when I first heard uh, No Ordinary Worship, man. It was just like, whoa. Okay, who is this? I better I better get connected yeah. to this dude before he blow up too big. You know what I mean? So I, I, you know, shout out to Bill Carpenter for making this happen. And, yes, sir. Uh, he told me about you like right before you came out, and then there it is. There it is. I also write for a magazine called Message Magazine. So when the first single came out, I was able to review it, write the article on it. So very excited to get you live here in the Mega Voice Live Virtual Studio. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yes, we live. I'm just honored, man. Thank you all so much for having me, man. I appreciate this, man. That's what's up, man. So tell us a little bit about you. Um, where you're from? Let's start with where you're from, dude. I am from the woods, man. I am from <laughs> South Carolina, uh, in a little town, but big town called Pringletown, South Carolina, man. Like the yeah. chips, man. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only thing is they don't make the chips here, but I am from Pringletown, South Carolina, and I have, man, born and raised. I currently live here now, and uh, man, I'm just a country boy, man, of course, uh, from the cornfields, man, so yeah, yeah, yeah man, South Carolina, man. Man, South Carolina, South Carolina, man, I don't know, we got, we got, of course, Charleston, our, our, uh, our uh, state capital, of course, is uh, Columbia, then we got Greenville, so those are just three major points of South Carolina, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's been it's been an honor. You know why? Because we just had a great guy who went on to eternity by the name of Chadwick, Chadwick Bozeman, man. You know he's from South Carolina, man. So What's up? Can any good thing come out of South yeah, Carolina? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It sure can. <laughs> it sure can. So wait a minute. You say you're in the woods, so like if I'm yeah. driving on a 95, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can, can I get to you or do I have to drive another three hours to get to where you are? I now, mean, are you, you off the 95? Yeah. yeah, man. You just jump off a 95, boo, and you probably another. I'm probably like, I don't know, man. We're probably maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes from 95. Oh. That's not, not bad, man. You right there. Hop off, man. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, real. Yeah. For yeah. real. 
Man, so South Carolina, and this is yes, where sir. it all started. Um, yes, I'm going to go, I'm going to get to that, uh, the video that went viral in just a minute. Wow. But um, what were your influences growing up that got you into singing? Whoa, that's, that's huge. Man, I got to say, uh, my first pastor, my mom's pastor, uh, um, shout out to Dr. Dr. Shepherd, Dr. C, um, uh, and, uh, overseer Shepherd. They, they were my first pastors and she was very, and is to this, to this day, excuse me, like very musical. And so she was a big inspiration because music played a big role in our Sunday morning worship experiences, man. So I used to love this era singing, man. And of course that led to her, uh, identifying, of course, uh, the singing abilities and my gifts. And here it is. She gave me an opportunity, man, at like five, four, five years old. And my first song, man, was, uh, I got to clean up, but I messed up. Start wow. Over again. I mean, that's old quartet, man. And we wasn't even quartet <laughs> in the church. Like, it was crazy. Like, a five year old singing. I'm like, what you got to clean up, man? <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, like, that literally started, man, my journey to discover that, whoa, I really do have a gift. And right. to this day, man, I'm super, super duper grateful for them. So it started there, man. And of course, wow. we're here today. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, wow. So from five years old, you already knew you started going at it. And, and that was it. Wow. Absolutely, man. It was like the road to discovery, man. And life started. So, yeah, man. I mean, did music <laughs> start in your home? Was it your father, your mother? Were they playing rec uh, or taste CDs? You know, I grew up, it was vinyl records, but. Oh, man. You know? Vinyl, man. Yeah. <laughs> By the time yeah, you man. Nah, was, was, CDs. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what's, what's crazy is my mom and dad, they're not musical. My mom, of course, she she writes. So, of course, yeah. her being a prayer warrior and an intercessor, man, an awesome, yeah. mighty woman of God. I mean, she can get inspiration, of course, from Holy Spirit. And she'll just say what God is saying. But, um, man, she actually wrote my first my first single entitled Higher, man, for, off of my uh, wow. first album, The Higher Experience. And, uh, That's right. Yeah, Shout so out to The Higher and, Experience. Uh, she, she got that side, so. Yeah, man. Hey, that is y'all. That it is. is. So, yeah, man. So she she was like, "Yo, you know, um, she can't hold a note, but she can definitely hear from God, man." So yeah, none of my parents are musical, man. So yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, just, sometimes just God skips over the DNA and just just works it out anyhow. Uh -huh. Wow. So uh, so after a while, you know, you're singing. You start singing in church, praise team at a young age. What what was it? Dude, man, so praise, praise and worship, definitely praise and worship, um, went from there probably what, um, started playing in church, so that okay. was huge, man, yeah, I started playing in church, so I play, I play, so my gift came out of church necessity, so we didn't have a keyboard, actually the church I'm in right now, I started playing, I'm actually at my, in my pastor's office, wow. I had to run to the church for some stuff. And it ran into 2 o'clock, so we on the interview. I'm in the church, man. I'm in the church house. <laughs> That's right. That's where the Lord wants you. Yeah. Then you know I should be about my father's yeah. business. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Mom and I'm looking for me three days journey, man. You know what I'm saying? We got... <laughs> but um, definitely, man, I started.
started playing. My gift came out of necessity. Church didn't have a keyboard player, y'all. Wow. So you know what that means, man. Right. You can hold it down. Yeah, I play a little bit. Okay, I never forget it. My pastor anointed my hands, man. And before wow. I knew it, in a couple of months, man, I was playing as if I had a whole tutor and somebody trained me and everything or an instructor. Wow. And it's it's literally God given. So I'm super honored and grateful for God for that, man. So you play yeah. by ear for sure. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, I have two small churches, too. So it's like, you know, send, send all the musicians my way, you know. You know. You we, we, we like know, to develop. Bro. Absolutely. I've been developing yeah, for a long know. time. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's I where it starts. Know. I mean, that's where the gift of ministry begins. It begins in your own local church. And, you yeah. know, some people are looking for the stage and, you know, looking to get out there. But how did you find that? the church experience groomed where you are right now? Absolutely. The church experience, man, growing up in church, being a church boy, you know, that stereotype growing up in school and that's stuff. Right, that's right. Man, it literally groomed who I am today. And I am so grateful that I was able to experience, man, um, whether some want to say tradition, whether one wanna, some want to say um, a more traditional side of, of, of praise, worship, or devotion. And then I've also got to experience um, in non-denominational atmospheres and churches who are more, you know, contemporary, who are more contemporary in their approach to worship. So right. I'm super grateful for that. But the church experience really, really did groom who I am today, man. And and it's just it's just dope, man. Like I'm only 21. So so it's still grooming. Like it's still it's still grooming. Wow. And I'm just grateful for that, man. Just to, you know, so yeah, man. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Wow. Well, let me let me take it back a little bit, man. So this is about six years ago. Let me let me just play this video. Kelante Gavin at 15 years old in the cafeteria. Now, me growing up in New York, you know, we were banging tables and rapping in the cafeteria, you know, you know, just banging the table. Yeah. Now you are going into a full worship experience in the cafeteria. Wow. I mean, you know, this is I remember when the video came out, everybody yeah. sharing it all over. So I didn't really connect it until of late. But I was like, whoa, OK, this dude was serious at 15. So tell us the background story of that video. Man, dude, I was 15. 
15 years old and I was going through my school cafeteria line. I'm supposed to be getting lunch, but here it is. I'm asked to sing, man. And so without hesitation, I just started singing to encourage the cafeteria ladies. There was a lady, the lady that asked me, uh, her name was Kimberly Grooms. Uh, so shout out to Miss Kimberly Grooms. And uh, she asked me to sing. I sung. She recorded it. She posts it. They were blessed by it. And before I knew it, man, it was like a couple of days later, maybe a week to the max, like Facebook was going off the hook. So you talking about a 15-year-old with a Facebook account and it's blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. Man, I never forget it. So I'm super grateful just for that opportunity to this day to minister to those cafeteria workers, just to encourage them, man, uh, through wow. the gift that God gave me. You know what I'm saying? Not not to be seen, not putting up a book me, not wanting to be famous. I just wanted to always be a blessing to people and to the body of Christ, you know, being connected to the kingdom. And so, hey, I I, I, I was just doing what I love to do. And I was just singing. She records it, posts it, and it changed my life. The wow. Owl Complain video in the cafeteria. Some people to this day uh, just in tears or just tell me just with words of testimony how that video have literally been a part of their life soundtrack through seasons that they went through. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just super grateful for that, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That that's a great testimony. <laughs> and I mean, you know, uh, yes. not everybody gets that opportunity. A lot of people record videos, but sometimes the videos just take over to another level. And this is before viral was viral, you know, and and you know, it just really you've been blessing so many people after that. So what was the transition? You're 15 years old, and uh, this yeah. video goes viral. Now you have all these record labels coming after you. What what happens after that? Man, so I literally get signed. Um, well, I can't go too fast, but um, a few uh, months after that, uh, music exec uh, Marquise Boone reached out to my family. Uh, my father at the time uh, wanted to work with us, but at the time, my father was already uh, managing, managing me, managing, managing, I think that's right, me well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that season, you know, we we was good. Um, but, of course, things started to pick up. Uh, of course, he told uh, Marquise Boone no at the time. Uh, a year later, uh, just a coincidence, we had one of Marquise Boone's uh, friends, a uh, real business partner as well, who came to our church to preach. And he preached and he saw me minister at my, my home church at the time. And he's like, who's this kid? Like, I got a friend that would love to work with him now. We don't don't know nothing. It was just crazy to this day. Um, And come to find out when he introduced us to the friend, it's Marquis Boone who had reached out to us a year prior, um, wow. whom we told no to. And so at that time, uh, you know, things were picking up. I knew God was calling me uh, to another level of ministry, uh, but as well as for my gift to be perfected and groomed. And so through prayer and, and through seeking great counsel, man, we decided to go with him a year later after I went viral and a year later after he had already reached out to us. Um, and man, it was just it has been history and it is history making to this day um, and life changing, man. But that that's what happened. So it's it's crazy now. It's crazy now because when, looking back at it, I'm like, whoa, God, like you're really not a coincidence or happenstance. God, thing in our life has been ordered by God. It's just up up to us to take those steps that He has already ordered. Yeah, that's right. And now you you talk about a year, but there's a reason it took a year 
after the the uh, the the um video went viral uh to talk about what your dad said to you and um why you had to okay all right we are hold on we're going to reset um he was taken out of this so we we're, we're going to reset just a minute we are live back on in just a minute so something happened with his all right we're going to bring him right back on in just a second we are here live with uh Kalante Gavin all right you are back you are back is is my signal is my signal <laughs> uh, it your, your signal is is doing what um what what your father had told you to do at, at some point to to wait so the signal made us wait just for a minute all right are we back all right we, we're trying to get his signal together we're gonna make it work everybody we are live with kalante gavin uh he has a new album out and it's called, it's an EP called Hold Me Close. So we're we're working out his uh, streaming, everybody, and we want to thank you for joining us here on the Mega Voice Live. Um, we're we're just getting it together. So I I know I don't know if it's mine. He's coming back on. So we we are going to get it together, everybody. All right, so let me just talk about uh, his ministry. I met him uh, a few years ago at Stellar Awards, and uh, one of the most humble uh, young ministers out there, just humble. Um, didn't really think that, you know, his single, his music had taken him further than what God had prepared for him. Uh, but he had just, you know, come on the humble. I talked to him for a little bit. And uh, it was a great opportunity. So uh, he's going to come right back. And, you know, um, we're here. I'm, I'm going to just play this video once again. When he comes back, we'll, we'll bring him back on. This is a video that went viral. So check him out at age 15. Oh! 
Everybody, that was uh, Kalante Gavin. Um, that was his video that went viral. And uh, I don't know if y'all remember those times, but this that, that was the video break. that went viral. What's up, bro? You're back. Come You're back. Break. <laughs> Please forgive me this signal, man. I know, man. You're in the I'm woods. Annoyed. You're in the woods. You can blame I'm it on the woods, bro. In the woods. <laughs> You can blame it on the world. That's all right. It gave us time to get some more viewers in here. It gave us some more time to get some more viewers in here. I had to share on my Facebook page, so we're good to go. Let's work. That's what's up. What's up, all my people, Kalate's people? What's up? What's up? What's up? We got Corey in the house. All right. What's up? God bless you, too. Yeah, man. So let's let's go back a little bit. That video, you blessed so many people in the cafeteria. Uh, record labels are coming at you. And, you know, we all know, especially if you've seen the new edition, um, uh, you know, biopic, <laughs> how labels can come and contracts and, and all of that stuff. Uh, but let's talk about your dad, because I think this is a pivotal point in your life where they're coming at you uh, with so much and and your dad says no. No. And he asked you a critical question, though. What was that question? That was a critical question at wow. age 15. Yeah. What yeah, did he yeah. ask you? He asked me, simple. He said, why do you do what you do? 
why do you do what you do? Why do you sing? Why do you do what you do? Um, and I was, man, I'm like, man, you know, I was giving all kind of answers, you know, and I, and I'm honestly, I really could not answer. Like I didn't have a good answer on why I do what I do. And my dad was like, you're not ready, man. Because what we don't, what he said was, he said, what we don't want to do is allow you to go out here and you travel the country singing about God and singing about Jesus um, and representing Christ. And you don't know why you do it. And if you don't know why you do it, then you can abuse the opportunities and mishandle the platforms that God will allow you to grace. Because wow. you will think that it will be about you when in reality, it's all about Christ. And so I am praying to this day, too, to be a, a representation to my generation. Like, don't allow platform and prominence to keep you from really representing the presence of God. Because being a gospel artist is not fun. It shouldn't be fun. Uh-oh, nobody's going to like me right there. No, I understand. It is a fun thing. I love traveling. I love singing. I love, you know, having fun in God. But I, no five, six, ten-year-old is waking up saying, hey, I want to travel the world singing about Jesus. I mean, <laughs> if it is, it's very few in number. You know what I'm saying? But I had to realize, man, in the last, man, like in the last two, three years of what this life is all about, not just doing industry but also doing ministry man yeah. this is all about representing christ let me tell you something if i continue to go and i sing and sing and minister for the next 10 years and i look back and all i see is awards and 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 accolades and acknowledgments and recognition and i don't see jesus then I've missed it all. If I don't see souls being one to the kingdom, I've missed it all. I don't want that to be in vain. Like, I love people. I love doing what I do. I love the award shows. I love the billboards. I love all that stuff that we're able to be a part of. And that is what my dad was trying to say. Like, all of that is cool, but don't miss or don't misplace or don't mishandle your why. I didn't even mean to get that happy, man. I didn't mean to get that. That's dope. No, oh, yeah, no, for real. Yeah. Just, but talk about the process yeah. from that speech, from that time, that conversation to the point where you say, yes, what did you do yeah. in that process to get to know your why, to get to know why do you do this? Man, I think covering is so important. And I don't want, I don't want to be, uh, Part of my ministry has been effective because how transparent I'm in, I am, but I know that there are certain things people can handle. You know, most people, you got rated R version and you got PG version. So we're going to work PG version today. But I do know that, and I don't mean PG or rated R in a negative connotation. I mean a positive connotation because uh, I know I'm, I'm talking to you, but somebody's listening to me. They're going to have to filter certain stuff I say, because one thing I say may be for you. Something else may be for somebody else. But this question is so important because I had to understand um, in the last four or five years of me understanding what the industry is all about, how important covering is and pastoring is and being under a leader and being submitted to someone who who you're able to be uh, willing to. Uh, to lay on the counter or lay on the desk or lay on that surgeon's table and they're able to hold a scalpel and they're mm -hmm. able to cut you in places where you may think it hurts, but it really is, is healing. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Nobody mm -hmm. that gets surgery, they're, they're never, if it's really critical, they're never awake. They're never woke. 
no, 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 no. You can't be. And so which leads me to this, this statement. I had to go to sleep mm. so that when I got up, I really mm. knew who God was. Come on. Come on. Like the Bible says that when Adam could not find a help me, when God gave him animals, in other words, God gave him choices, but he didn't want those things. God gave me choices, but I didn't want those things. But he says, okay, in order for me to give you what you want and I still get the glory out of your life, the Bible says that he causes God, not man, God causes a deep sleep on Adam. Yes. When he causes a deep sleep on Adam, the Bible says he pulls from his rib. Mm -hmm, There mm -hmm, in scripture, mm -hmm. we see the first surgical procedure where God is able to give us everything from a little thing. Yes. By the rib. But in order for us to allow God to give us what we've never had, we got to be willing to be in a position we've never been in. So I had to learn how it was to to be groomed, to be to be rebuked, to be sat down. Come on. uh, 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 Nobody thinks that because you'll think, you know, Kilates. No, no, no. It's been times where I act up in school or grades or work wasn't good. My mom was like, you're not playing at church. You're not singing at church. You're not touching nothing, nothing at church. I I was upset. Now you don't make me do all this, and I do all this stuff. <laughs> but it was all grooming me for my why and understanding that, bro, yeah. the ministry is not about you. I don't care how much bloggers can talk about you, vloggers can talk about you, uh, what news thing you end up in, how much family members can scandalize your name, what man or what woman walked out of your life. And there's somebody right now, uh, Dr. Phil, who wants that, who wants to go to another level in their ministry, who wants God to use them, but Could it be God does not want to open another door in your life because you're mishandling the key he already has given you? And that's the key of your why. And your why is connected to your effectiveness, not just your productivity, but your effectiveness. Because our problem in the gospel industry and in life and in the body of Christ is that we've been busy, but we have not been effective. Everybody's been moving. Everybody's been working. Everybody's been recording. But not everybody is effective. And Come God on. is looking for people that in order for you to be effective, Kilate, you got to sit for a while. You got to stop playing for a while. You yes. watch this. You're going to still operate and still be in sin and still do what you want to do. And God right. says, wait, all right, okay, don't let me pull something off of you because you, you mishandle your why. And so practically, man, I had to really be submitted to a leader. I know that was a lot, Dr. Phil. I'm sorry, man. Bruh, sorry. bruh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You in your pastor's office preaching like this. Does he know no, you? No, no, like no, Yo, yo, all I'm saying, bro, all I'm saying, bro, you know, listen, I'm yo. a pastor, and I hear somebody preaching in my office like that, I'm be like, hey, bro, <laughs> man, we gotta talk for a minute. Gotta yeah, talk, man. For a minute. talk, man. Yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the unofficial, the unofficial associate, pastor. All right, here we go. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, I think so many people needed to hear that. You know, it's not so much about how you got signed and all of that. I needed to know that. How did you get to the why? Because there are so many people scared of their purpose. They don't know their purpose. They they don't understand it. Some are just scared. They're scared of the Holy Ghost. Do you know that? There are some people who are just scared of the Holy Ghost. They don't even call his name. Because they're scared of what the Holy Spirit is going to do through them and for them. And they are scared to really, you know, handle that responsibility. But let me tell you something. It's a great responsibility when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you.
Yeah. And, and I can see that from yeah. the first day I met you, the Holy Spirit has been with you yeah. uh, and been anointing you. Uh, wow. the, the first, listen, the first line, and, 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 you know, I grew up trying to be a rap artist. And, and really, when you start a rap, you, you got to start with a line, you, you know, that line that catches, right? I said it before, right? You, you got to start with something. But when you start with this is no ordinary worship and, yes, and your voice, Yes, sir. Powerful like that. That caught everybody's attention. And, you know, we just had to be like, okay, all right, let, let, let's go with this. But there's a testimony even to that song. Because you didn't want to sing that song. Absolutely. 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 Man, I didn't want to sing. You talking about, you talking about this ain't no <laughs> ordinary. Man, I did not. When they first gave me that song, Dr. Phil, I was like, man, I don't want to sing this song. This is not my cup of tea. Yeah. I don't want this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, thank yeah. you so much. God bless you, Miss Christy. And um, uh, uh, I was like, this is not my feel. Like, I, you know, I'm I'm a little, I was a little more churchy. Still, I got a little churchy bone in me, man. Absolutely. But, you know, you get that. You're so used to uh, one way of doing something yeah. that, you know, when something else is presented to you in another way uh, to, uh, you know, change it up a little. Change up. Like change, like nobody likes change, but I had to conform and not really conform, but really adjust. That's a perfect word. Adjust that's that's that everybody word. is not going to accept Jesus or mm. get to know God through the foot clapping, foot stomping, holy ghost moving. You know, you know, you it's some people you got to go. How great is our God? You know, all the overwhelming, never ending. Yeah. You know, you then you can switch over to oh how I love Jesus, oh yes, how I love Jesus. Like I am so glad that I got to experience levels, but generations of praise and worship because I'm able to speak to the young brother that's over there that's like 13, but the other guy yeah. that's 63. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when I got known in worship, I was in the middle like. Wait, I like this, but then I don't like this. Yeah. Um, so I didn't like the song. I did not like Norton Worship. Man, <laughs> they said, listen, Dr. Phil, they said you gonna sing it, you yeah. gonna sing it, and that's that. I sung the song, man, and to this day, it is my favorite, one of my favorite worship anthems to this day. So yeah, man. Yep. Sometimes, you know, you just gotta go with the spirit when and, yes, and in an uncomfortable place. A lot of people don't like coming out of their comfortable zone, their comfort zone. Uh, yes, but sir. you came out of your comfort zone. And, and that was the blessing. You Absolutely. decided to jump and get out yes. of that comfort zone of singing, of the way you sing. And and it was such you I, I could see your youth in you at that time. I'm like, this dude is young. But such a mature voice, yes, like sir. young but mature, like whoa, okay, yes, I'm, I'm listening. You got me, you got me in there, yes, and of sir. course, you know, uh, Bill Carpenter, he put me on to you, and and um, he's always been a believer and and just in your corner, and uh, I'm you, like, yo, I'm I'm right here with this brother. Yeah. Yes, sir, I'm right here with this brother. I love it, man. Ella, I just honor you, man. Shout out to Bill, man. Great guy. Great soul and spirit. Oh, man. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Phenomenal yeah. guy, man. I really appreciate him. I appreciate Ty Scott Records. Um, just just appreciate yeah. them. They they show a lot of love. Uh, let's let's go into not the contract necessarily. We can get into that. Uh, but yeah. The first time you got to the studio, because, you know, I love studio and for me it takes me a lot of takes 
you know, um, what didn't you know when you got to the studio the first time? That it ain't live. <laughs> no people, you a microphone and another guy or a few more fellas or ladies there. I mean, and I mean, I just, man, I, I when I first got there, I'm like, man, I'm I'm a I'm a worship leader. So I'm a little church boy. I'm a choir boy. I'm a musician. Like yeah. I wanna feel it. I need people. I need that. Right. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. when I first got to the studio, it was like, woo, woo. <laughs> you know, you like trying to, you know, like there's nobody there to minister to end up but you, the microphone. So prayerfully, you gotta act like, man, you got ten people, two people, ten thousand in that booth with you. Come on. Um, it was Come on. definitely uncomfortable. True story, man. My first time in the studio, I was with Myron Butler. Wow. Marquise Boone and my yes. dad and another young yes. gentleman. And mm. they tricked me and <laughs> a few of them pull out their phones. Yeah. And they said, because I couldn't get the song. I was just so uncomfortable. It was for hire. And I was trying to get the, I want to go high in you, Lord. I yeah. want to go deeper in you, Lord. And I'm there, and I, we took like a thousand takes, and it was like, okay, some you you, you got to give it to us. I was just singing it; I wasn't ministering it. And what they did was they pulled out their phones and they said, "Hey, you on live?" And I was like, "People watching me?" They said, "Yeah." So I started singing, man. They tricked me, man. So they told me I was live, but I wasn't live, man. And I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. So when I got out of the studio, man, I sung that song because I thought people was looking at me. And before you know it, man, it was just it was just crazy. But it was really dope. Oh, man. man yo, was, shout out to dope. Myron Butler, man. That oh, another anointed singer. Man, that that's incredible. <laughs> you know, it tells you the power of imagination. If you can imagine it, Absolutely. you know, it changes the whole perspective. It changes the whole perspective. I love it. I love it. And and how much work did you realize? Did you realize it took so much work to be in the studio and, and to record? Uh-oh. He's out. He's out. He's coming back, everybody. He's coming back. Man, this is some awesome stuff. This is some awesome information. Uh, and I'll tell you what. Um, you know, being in a studio is so much different, you know, than just live performance. And there's so much work you have to put in as an artist. So I, I'm, I definitely want to hear what he has to say to this. It's all right. You know, thank God we have, you know, StreamYard that can just keep me going until you get on back. <laughs> but tell me about the work. You know, did you Man. know it so much work um, in the studio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Say, so say it again, Dr. Phil. Tell, tell me about the work. Did you know it took so much work to record an album? Um, tell me about that process. Man, I didn't, man. Um, my first time, it was like, whoa, this is, this is a, this, there's a system to go by and a plan, you know, um, I, it was so much into it. You talking about uh, overdub? I mean, the first time I got got a chance to realize or uh, find out what an overdub was, and it's really just going back to overdo what you already recorded. Right. I'm like, whoa! And how much takes you got to do? I'm like, this is a lot, you know. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that want to record, man, and you're and you're, you're probably an, an, an aspiring uh, musician or an artist. Listen, 
it takes work, man, to really get to perfectiveness and or perfection, ha, yeah. perfectiveness, ha, perfection. You know, and uh, I, it was it was it was a tough challenge, but I pulled it through, man. I pulled. It oh through. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I tell you, um, just my little studio here. You know, I had to do a little video with my daughter and. And, and she's like talking about she want to be a pop star. She want to be a star. star, yeah. star. Like, All right, yeah. cool. Let's go. Let's go record this. We had to do the recording and the video in the basement. I'm like, all right, yeah. now nah, you got to do that again. I didn't like the way that came out. And wow. like, it was like halfway through the song. Let's do it again. All right, cool. Let's do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. be a pop star anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, listen, it takes work. You got to put in the work. If you're going to make it work. I mean, there's the Holy Spirit anointing, but you've got to put in the work. Got to put in the work, man. Absolutely. Work is it. I mean, faith without work is dead, man. Right. Like the Bible, the Bible, the Bible talks about that. And I think it's us that think, man, things that we want or desire just falls out of the sky. Like yeah. scripture even tells us like, hey, please have faith, but don't forget that you need work. And the Bible says that if a man does not work. He does not eat. So I think if all of us, if we want to eat, you know, and, and really see our dreams become our reality, man, it's going to take our faith and our uh, ability to work, man. So, yeah, man. That's what's up. Listen, let's get, I'm not going to keep you too long, but let's get into the uh, hold me close Woo! experience. Um, yeah. There's a testimony on there. And oh, yeah. of course, you know, you're transitioning. You're still young. So yeah. I, before you explain that uh, testimony, what did some of the major artists that you met, what advice did they give you when you first came on the scene? Man, stay who you are. I hear that all the time. Um, stay. Stay who you are. Stay that way. Yeah. It took me a while to, to grasp that. Like, why do they keep, they keep telling me to stay that way? Because evidently they've seen people who weren't like me, you know, and I had to like me. You know, through months and times. You know, Dr. Phil, you're older than me. You done been on the scene for a while. I just can only imagine what you've seen. Yeah. And just meeting people and me getting to know what industry is all about. It can be one heck of, excuse me, uh, one heck of a tough, tough cookie, you know, like, it is. Woo, you know, um, and uh, I think that's been the most, uh, memorable thing is that every last, uh, person from the greats, um, to the legends, man, and the legendary, um, uh, just songwriters, singers, psalmists, musicians that's out there in the gospel scene. I've had the ability to meet, haven't met all of them, but meeting some, it's like, Hey, stay who you are. Like, please don't change. And I'm like, why do you keep telling me this? But I I'm just honored, man, that I just am who I am, man. I love God. I love people, man. But most importantly, man, I am so in love with Christ that I want to see souls uh, changed and one to the kingdom. That is why I am the way that I am, man. Um, I think the anointing that is not touched or felt is anointing that's not experienced. Um, it's only gift. I just said something right there, Dr. Phil. I did. just said something right I'm there. I'm letting you say it, brother. I'm, I'm, I just yes. said something right there. Yeah. Because a lot of people think they're anointing, anointing, but they're untouchable. Um, th There is no vulnerability. There is no authenticity and there is no transparency. One of the greatest move of God that we're about to see is a generation that's going to be willing to be not just obedient to the word of God, but they're willing to be transparent. Uh, they're willing to allow people to see them nailed to a cross. Um, and some of us not nailed, but but stuck with splinters. Uh, I was 
on live not too long ago, Dr. Phil, and I know we got to move on. And I told them, I said, Jesus took the nails so that we could endure the splinters. Everybody oh. talked talk about nails but not everybody talk about splinters Come on, uh, what are the splinters the splinters is what he tells each and every one of us dr phil kilante and for every viewer that's watching that if you want to follow christ you got to deny yourself and pick up your cross the cross of every traumatic experience the cross of divorce the cross of letdown the cross of heartbreak the cross of challenges the cross of bad habits the, nice. the cross of struggle uh the cross of denying yourself and and while denying yourself the cross of your family, the cross of your marriage, the cross of your kids, the cross of of of, of depression, the cross Ooh. of sickness, the cross of corona, the cross of of, of 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 just tradition that you want to break because you know that God wants to do it a new way. And I had to realize uh, at 21 that 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 now was the time that I needed to be transparent and say, hey, now I went through sexual abuse, man, being molested, uh, not from without but from within. And I thought that me going through that would count me out, would discount the oil, would, would, would allow me not to minister to people because I've been in that and I experienced that, which mm. led to perversion of me being in one bed this day and another bed the next day and, and realizing that, wait a minute, yes, you experienced that. Yes, you was touched. Yes, you was violated. Yes, you was humiliated. But Kilante, that does not discount what God has already done in your life for what he's already done for the ones prior to you. Many people have lost their life. Many people have gone crazy. Many people have become their experience because of those uh, traumatic experiences of molestation and sexual abuse. And, and it, it blows my mind of researching and really get to know what this warfare and what this satanic system and generational curse is all about because it never, uh, uh, statistics says Dr. Phil, that most of the people that experience sexual abuse, it does not happen uh, from a stranger. It happens within the home. Uh, somebody's father, somebody's grandfather, somebody's uncle, somebody's cousin, somebody's sibling, whatever, you name it, experience this in the house. And it also says in statistics that nine out of 10, uh, a majority of the ones who experience this, they're males, not the female. So if we have not seen anything from hundreds of years and decades, we've seen that many people, many families have been going through the warfare of the enemy trying to take the lives of men in our family because if he can take the lives of men in our family then he can stop the producer or the seed from meeting a womb which is it which which in, in fact allows another life to be born and so if many men if they go through that and they become their experience if they if they say you know i i, I want to take on uh these these feelings or attraction and i want to i, I want to be gay or i want to love men or, or a woman i want to love a woman this is who i am i was born this way and it's not the fact that they were born that way they have become an experience and it is an experience that the church have failed to have a conversation about so we've had more conferences then we have conversations. Uh, uh, somebody showed me, they say, hey, bro, I know you went through this and 
and we've heard this before. And I say, you probably have heard this before, but have you heard of the outcome before? Because everybody can go through the same thing, but not everybody come out the same way. And so what one person called a cadence, I said, no, it's a crisis. We need to have a conversation about young men and young women who've been in the dark, who don't know how to open up, who don't know how to say, listen, I've been through this and this is not what I want to do. Listen, I'm not right. saying that this is an excuse. I'm saying my testimony, uh, and of course the song, I don't want to get too happy, but Hold Me Close came from a coming out season of mine of I'm not going to keep singing and keep sinning. Like, like I, I was so into the lifestyle, Dr. Phil, of perversion that one minute I was in the bed with a man or a young man and the, young, and the next minute I'm in the bed with a young lady or a young woman. And here it is. I had to realize, wait. If this is what I decided to do, then I also need to decide not to do it, ah, which means most of this we don't hear about. I thought coming up, Dr. Phil, that deliverance was about oil being smeared on my head, a prayer service, uh, a uh, psychiatrist talking to me with my legs spread out on the couch which is needed. Absolutely therapy is needed. But I realized in Kilante's story and in his testimony, my deliverance came from a decision of, I don't want to keep doing this and still thinking I can sing and sin. So while I was telling everybody else to lift up their hands, Dr. Phil, mine was dirty and bloody at the same time. Because each and every person who knew or who I had sinned with understood that our souls were more greater than two minutes or five minutes. And so I am praying now that a generation can literally have a conversation to say, wait, not a Me Too movement. Not I, I know you've been down. I know you've been broken. I know you've been disgusted. I know you've been, been just messed up and, and just upset at people. And, 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 and you call it church hurt. But could it be that it's not that the church hurt you. People hurt you. And you've been so blinded by your hurt. See that you don't even see that your biggest blessing is that you survived the trauma. So your trauma is somebody else's triumph. So this EP experience that God allowed me to put out is for is for the unbeliever. It's for the believer. It's for the person who feel like they on the fence. It's for the person who feel like, man, I don't even know nothing about God. I'm done with God. I'm done with this. Wait, listen, I got a story. Can you hear me out? And I promise you, if you listen to the words and the lyrics and just the story and the testimony, your life will never be the same. And it's an encouragement to every part of the church. I mean, the one who's falling, the one who's lagging, the ones who's slipping, the one who's dipping. They say, hey, man, can, can you really take consideration that I promise you, you probably feel far from God, but he's really close to you, man. So that is what Hold Me Close is all about. And I am super honored. And I'm grateful that that the church, the body of Christ, and we get to hear this story. So it's a blessing, wow. man. Wow, man, that that was that was a lot. Yeah. And that's I, I commend you uh, for being so transparent with this. Um, you know, every man, every man, and I, I'll just speak to men I, and women too. But every man has to make a decision of what their life is going to be. Even even when they're in the midst of sin, you've got to make a decision about what you want to see out of your life. And and you you hit it yeah. right on yeah. the nail. You hit it right on the nail. Um, everybody has to make a decision. What is it, what do you want your life to turn out to be? You know, and um, 
man, those, those are powerful words. I, I can't even add to it. That, that's just a word. I'm just letting you know, um, this is broadcasted on McGuire ENTV on YouTube and, um, and also Facebook. But I, I can tell you, I can tell you that if you log back on for one of my sermons, you might hear some of his, his uh, words just now uh, in there. <laughs> you might just hear some of my words. Okay, We're, we are having some challenges um, with our uh, connection, with our connection. He's actually at his church right now doing this interview. Um, so we'll, we'll take a station identification. You are watching uh, the Mega Voice Live podcast. Uh, this is by McGuire Entertainment Group. I am Dr. Phil Tu, um, the host of this broadcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube page, McGuire ENTV, McGuire ENTV, and uh, you can subscribe there and check out our podcast. We'll be once this is over, we'll we'll edit some stuff out, reboot it back on to YouTube. But um, you can check us out on McGuire ENTV on uh, Facebook, on YouTube. We're also on Twitter right now. So we're broadcasting live with Kilante Gavin. And he's just given a powerful testimony. Um, one of the few that is just very transparent. And that's what this EP is about, being transparent, being vulnerable. And, um, and here we are. Here we are. All right. I, I guess you have it playing in the background. <laughs> so we, we're going to get his um, we're going to get his feed going in just a minute. Um, he's still kind of in and out. Uh, but God bless you all, everybody, and we want to thank you for watching. We're going to bring him back on so we can close it out. We'll, we'll make sure he gets back on. But powerful testimony. You definitely want to check out his EP experience. Hold me close. Um, victory. Victory. You know there's a sample in there somewhere. I'm, I'm a person that was just, you know, uh, I, I love all kind of music. So he, he, he hit us something with in, in Victory. With a sample, you're like, wait a minute, I know that song, and and it's powerful. It's powerful. Um, his, I've written uh, the review on his music as well in Message Magazine, in my column called Elevation Media that takes you higher. So we have that featured in Message Magazine. It's a contemporary uh, black magazine. So we we featured him there. This is the Mega Voice Live podcast, McGuire Entertainment Group. We also have music on iTunes, uh, Get Your House in Order by Sharice Tomlin, and Oh How I Love That Man Jesus by Mark Prentice. You can check out our other podcast called The Anchored Voice, uh, Helping Men to Anchor Life. So uh, definitely check us out. Now, we, we're here to talk about Kalante Gavin. We want you to go download the, um, the EP. We want you to share it. Uh, we want you to share this experience, this testimony. Uh, you can share this video as well and just tell people this is a powerful testimony of a young man who's made a decision to really uh, follow God in, in everything. So... Uh, listen, man, we, we're not going to keep you too long. We want to thank you for uh, joining us. And this is this is a podcast. All right. Uh, McGuire Entertainment Group. So you should see our description in the box. But this is McGuire Entertainment Group. We love to um, 
promote artists and uh we love to promote great gospel music uh and, and that's what we do the first time i met uh Kilante was at the stella awards please forgive me just just saw him blowing up from there what's up bro we're gonna close that we're not gonna keep you too long we want to thank you for just spending yeah. time with us um this is awesome so the, uh, hold me close hold me close uh get the ep download it uh, you know, Jeez. hey, listen, spend spend some money and buy it. You know, uh, I, I know you <laughs> might have Apple Music or you know Spotify, okay. but you know, go and support the brother, and um, and and any other way they can follow you uh on social media. All right, so I believe it's Kilante underscore Gavin. Yeah, on IG. <laughs> yep. All right. Absolutely. Yep. Right. We'll so follow him right there. Uh, but yeah, definitely support this testimony. Support this. Uh, share this uh, podcast. Share this video. We're gonna make sure that we get the audio. We do all the editing. We'll put it up on our podcast, the Mega Voice Live podcast. And this is an awesome interview. This has been great. Thank so many people have um, been blessed by this. Somebody said, yeah, don't cheat yourself. Get all four tracks. It will bless, hey, you. It will you, bless your life. Um, man, you know, have you been writing throughout this this pandemic? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, it's been a it's been amazing. I cannot wait to release a, a book, man. Yeah, that. that kind of digs into uh, my life as well as some practical things um, that just some some good wisdom keys and principles, man, to help all people, man, on their journey, as well as those who have experienced the same thing that I've experienced or they are enduring, um, uh, as well as a documentary that's coming out, man. Uh, one of the things that has been a soft spot in my heart has been uh, a sting of fatherlessness. So I grew up without my biological father in my life. My stepdad raised me. And just like Jesus, we hear about God, our father, and we hear about Joseph, his stepfather. Um, but we don't hear about him a few times uh, before, right. but we don't hear about him when Jesus starts his ministry. Um, right. And one of the things uh, that's connected to my want to uh help the young guys man who 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 don't really or and young ladies who don't really hear uh that side or that life uh side of jesus you know what i'm saying so i i cannot wait to dig into that like how do you grow up uh being a stepkid and your and your your nap your your biological father is absent but here it is man you still feel like you just don't know what's left from right you know because that that identifier is not the home and what about these parents that raise these step these either stepkids or these single fathers and mothers man who are raising these kids and they're away from the mother or father but they see them every oh man man i'm telling you uh father fatherhood is so important it's so important it may i don't know what your story is but you know many people um didn't really connect with their dads and, you know, um, really don't have a good experience, but I'm telling you having the father in the home is a powerful Man. father. When Listen, 
stay in the home. If you're a father, stay in their life. Whatever you have to do, don't give up on your kids. I get back. Yeah. Yeah, you're back, man. I'm telling you, I'm having a good signal. <laughs> it's all right. Keep keep talking, man. So you're you know, you're you you did not have your father. Um, uh, but but talk about yeah. that experience. Yeah, yeah. So so it was rough, man. It was tough growing up, man. Uh without my biological father, but my stepdad loved him to life, man. Uh raised me from the age of two, three years old to today. And uh it's just been amazing. I believe stepfathers are a gift from God who uh they're allowed they they have the ability to um and they're allowed by God to fill a space that another man uh um, will not take or can take or you know it can be different scenarios in life so everybody's story is different um right. but man it's 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 gonna be really good the documentary is gonna be good i talked some more in-depth stuff about my testimony uh growing up man from from a child to a teenager and i'm only 21 so evidently you guys are like whoa 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 this is this is this is a lot of stuff that you know you just was a teenager absolutely and i just was in sin and i just didn't know left from right and i just was confused and i just didn't understand my purpose and and a lot of people man and that's why i'm excited dr phil about my book and documentary because a lot of people talk about purpose and destiny and gifts and we equate that purpose and destiny to our gift and that is not our purpose. Singing is what I do. Singing is not who I am. Uh, 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 preaching, playing is what I do. That's not who I am. That's a part of who I am. That is not who I am in totality or holistically. And I want to help a generation to realize you're multi-gifted and you're multi-talented. That's why you've gone through hell and high water and certain traumas and tragedies in your life. Because God wanted to show you how triumphant you really are. You're not just a singer. You're not just somebody who's in sports. You're not just a coach. You're not just a mentor. You're not just a barber. You're not just a cosmetologist. You're not just a nurse. You're not just a doctor. You're not just a lawyer. You're not just somebody who works in human resources. You're somebody who God has given multiple gifts and talents that you're going to be able to hold a clipper in one hand and lay hands in, and the sick shall recover with the other hand. You're going to be able to hold your baby in one hand and be able to sign contracts with the other hand. The ability, the creative abilities that God has given us, some of that stuff is birthed out of trauma. It's birthed out of the bad stuff. So God has to allow some negatives as well as positives to give you that balance so that you'll know how to weather whatever storm comes in your life. That's why I am so glad, not just about the birth of Jesus. We're in December. Oh my God, I love Christmas. Some of you probably don't believe in it. Some of you probably do believe in it. Uh, according to what calendar, of course, we believe uh, theologically and ideology, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. Um, I noticed, you know, Advent. So, of course, the Advent calendar, man, there, there are different days that you guys will go by than what the normal uh, church was at, in terms of liturgy but at the same time i think the church celebrates more the birth of jesus than we do the crucifixion of jesus if we talk more about his crucifixion than we do his birth we'll be in a better place because in the birth is beauty but in the crucifixion there's blood Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh man! In the in the birth, there's pain, but in the crucifixion, there's purpose. You know, mm-hmm. in 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 the birth, there's confusion, but 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 when we get over to his crucifixion, even in the crisis, we see the conquering King be elevated, and he shows us that the real Jesus is the one who was able to take the nails and the thorns on his head. And so, I am super excited to talk more about my story and just help my generation, man. Uh, I'm getting ready. You 
guys stay tuned. If you're following me, uh, uh, if you're on here and don't even know who I am, I'm getting ready to start uh, this series, Dr. Phil, called The Healing Room. And The Healing Room is where I get to talk to every person from every background of life, whether it comes from their sexuality, pastoring, yeah. uh, uh, psychiatrists, therapists, counselors, teachers, I mean, parents, yeah. married yeah. folks, single yeah. folks. And I just want to have conversations, uh, not just conversations, but healing conversations. And I cannot wait for you guys to see that. So stay tuned. Follow me on YouTube. I am Kilante Gavin. To stay tuned on what's about to happen. It's going to Woo! be amazing. Man, I, listen, <laughs> when this book comes out, I need you back here. Okay? I need you back on the Mega Voice Live. We need to talk about that. Uh, I, yeah. I we, we, we're going to have to talk about fatherhood a little bit more at a, in another podcast because I'm really serious yeah. about it. Um, you know, really serious about that. Lost my dad this year. And what a crushing experience. Yeah. You understand? What a crushing experience. So I encourage anybody that needs to resolve with yeah. their dads today, uh, if you can resolve it, um, you know, get back to it. Fathers, uh, if you have yeah. not resolved something with your children, go resolve it with your children. I don't care how late you feel it is. Go resolve that every child needs their father. I don't care how distant, yes, how far you are, every child. You will get yeah. to your deathbed in which your dad was there. So, Kalante, I, I pray for you, man. And, man. you know, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I thank God that, you know, the Bible says where my mother and father forsake me, God will take oh, me. Uh, yeah, I just did yeah, yeah, yeah. a sermon uh, last week on God the Father. And, uh, you know, God the Father taking over. And we all need a father. So when we do not have uh, our earthly father, we know that our heavenly father steps right in. But we all need a father. We all need our heavenly father. Yeah. We need our earthly father. So listen, if you're a dad, you know, maybe you lost touch with your kids or, you know, something went wrong. It's okay. God has a way of turning things around. And I, and I pray for your father. Yeah. And pray that he finds his way back. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. thank God for your stepfather yeah. and who stepped in. That's what we are. You know, I'm, you know, I, we, we step in. All right. <laughs> and, and that's it. That's, that's right. Psalm 27, nine and 10. Psalm 27, nine and 10. There you go. When my mother and father forsake me, God will take care of me. God has taken care of you, bro. Yeah. God has anointed you. God has brought you to this place to put you on a bigger platform to make sure that your yeah. message gets out to the masses. Yeah. And that's what we want to make sure yeah. happens. So please, everybody, yeah. support the EP experience. Uh, listen, uh, Kalante is not just a singer. He is a preacher, okay? He is a preacher, all right? And I don't know when he's taking <laughs> over that church. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm speaking to his pastor right now. Pastor, he is, he's, he's trying to take over, man. He's trying to take over. No, but no, for real. Uh, I appreciate you being on this podcast and I appreciate this conversation. Wow. This is powerful, necessary, absolutely necessary. I wish you nothing but the best wow. um, in your journey. I pray that God would just do something phenomenal for you. Uh, continue to do it because I mean he, he has already blessed you, but I I see greater things coming for him. Amen. I probably did my my outro a little bit too long, 
the signal just couldn't hold up. Signal just couldn't hold up. But he'll be right back. He'll be right back, and we'll close out. We want to make sure we pray over him and 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 pray over um, his journey. And we're praying for you, too. We don't pray for you. So if there's any prayer requests in this room you're watching right now, listen, we're, we're ready to pray for you. All right. If you want to put in a request for prayer, even if he doesn't come back on, I'm going to make sure I pray. Uh, believe that God is just doing something for somebody, is moving in somebody's life. Um, I believe that God has a, a transition for somebody, transition from where they were to where they need to be. So we're ready to pray for you because we believe that um, God brings us through. Amen. Relationship healing. Amen. We all need relationship healing. Amen. All right, bro. We, we're going to go into a prayer, uh, a, a prayer mode. All right. So there's some uh, prayer requests coming in. All right. And I want to pray for you. I want to pray over your ministry. And uh, if there's anybody that has a prayer request, just put it in there. Uh, we have relationship healing. We have uh, some others that are just saying, yes, pray for me. Um, if there's anybody that needs uh, prayer right now, we're going to pray over uh, Kalante right now. We're yeah. praying over his ministry right now. We're praying over his testimony that it will reach the masses. Uh, we, we, we pray that God's anointing will continue to bless him. All right. All right. So let's, let's uh, go into prayer mode. Uh, if he comes back into prayer, it's all right. Uh, however, he comes in and out of general generational curses. Amen. 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 He's coming back in. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you because you are a great God. Heavenly Father, we just give you all the honor and praise because you have kept us. You have taken us from where we were to where we are now. We, You have brought us through this pandemic, through anxiety. You have brought us through uh, just painful, grieving experiences. You have brought us through relationships, broken relationships, broken promises. You have brought us through. So, Father, we uh, pray over Kilante right now. We pray over his ministry. We pray over his testimony. We pray over every song on every album that it would change lives. It would make an impact in so many lives. We pray, oh God, over his church, over his pastor, over his family. We pray, oh God, that you'll continue to keep him strong and keep him lifted. We pray, oh God, that you would move through every album sale, through every album purchase, through every album release, oh God. And we ask that you do something. We're praying for people that are, are tuning in right now. We're praying for Lisa Stone or Relationship Healing, oh God. We're praying for generational curses, oh Father. We're praying for Hamilton healing uh, over uh, losing his son, which is such a tragic experience, oh God. We pray that you would just heal him and, and, and continue to deliver him. We know that so you, we don't get over it, but we know that we do get through grieving. We know we don't get over yeah. it, but we will get through it. We know that whatever you have allowed us to go through, you will take us through, oh God. We pray that you will help us to deal with the splinters. You have dealt with the nails. Help us to deal with the splinters, oh God.
Help us in our testimony. Help us in our journey. Help us where we need healing, where we need restoration. Bless somebody on this call right now. Bless somebody in the chat room right now. Bless somebody who is in need of you right now. We know that you will do it. We know that you can do it. You are a great God. You are yes. awesome God. You are a big God. Father, we know that at the end of the story, we win. We know that when we go to the book of Revelation, we win. We know that when we when you come and break through the clouds, every eye shall see you and we win. We give you glory. We pray against the spirit of confusion. We pray for yeah. uh, the Harris family and, and pray for her marriage, oh God. We pray that your life is lifted up in, in so many lives. We pray for transition. We pray for change. Change us, oh God. Deliver Thank us God. from sin. Deliver Thank us from God. the evil one. And we give you all. Hallelujah. All the glory and all the honor yes. in Jesus' name, amen. Jesus. All right, thank you, everybody. Amen. God, and make so sure much. you follow Talante, make sure you uh check out his album, check out his music, amen. We pray against the spirit of deception and lying spirit and pride, amen. We 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 pray, the Lord. You go support every listen you to go check out his YouTube videos um, uh, and 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 check out all the music. Listen, I see the prayer request coming in. Trust me, we got you covered. We got you covered. We see the prayer request coming in. We have you covered. But check him. Check him out everywhere. Um, make sure. Listen, he has so many. He has so many. So I saw you preaching outside one time. You just tearing it up in the projects, man. And and. You know, um, I just praise God for your ministry. All right. Check him out, everybody. Thanks again, dude. Man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor, for me, for, for giving you that office. And, and thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> yeah, Yo, man. Thank man. you so much. Thank you. Pastor Cambridge, man. Thank you so Shout much, man. Thank you for having me, Dr. Phil. Can't wait to see you again, man. Yeah, man. Listen, let's, let's not make it the last time, bro. Let's not make it the last time. Appreciate you, fam. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this is this yes, is sir. yeah. This is the Mega Voice Live podcast, McGuire yeah, Entertainment Group. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire E N T V. Let me put that in there because I don't want y'all forget this stuff. <laughs> At McGuire E N T V. McGuire is my middle name, by the way. That's why McGuire is my middle name. So they're like, oh, I yeah. like <laughs> and so check us out there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. This this is on our YouTube channel. It's on replay. Uh, you can like it. our page on Facebook. Uh, but but check it out. And and thank you, bro. Man, many thanks. I'm humbled just to have you here. Thank you. Love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Phil. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Yeah, fam. All right. God bless you, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is the Mega Voice Live podcast. God bless you and in your journey. God bless you in your anointing. God bless you in your testimony. Uh, remember, what God brought you through could have killed somebody else. So God is going to continue to bring you through and and don't give up just don't give up stay uh connected to your dreams stay connected to where you want to go where god is calling you to go 
Um, thank you for sharing in this experience with me. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, praise God. He is a, a anointed young man. All right. Uh, continue to follow us. We, we have more coming um, in, in our past broadcast. We had a, a few other artists. So yeah, check, check out what we have. Follow us on McGuire TV or even on Instagram, Twitter. We're all there. We'll see you another time. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Mega Voice Live podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV. M-C-G-U-I-R-E E-N-T-V. McGuire Entertainment Group, a new sound in the air.